0: The Way BK podcast is dedicated to pursuing and promoting a true understanding of Jesus Christ and the transformation he provides for all who submit to him to live in a way that is pleasing to God as revealed in the Bible. Let's join our hosts as they discuss the way. Plato's The Republic is widely regarded as one of the best collections of ancient wisdom. And honestly, a lot of it holds up. I mean, there's some weird stuff that it didn't, didn't end up seeing the light of day past, uh, past the shores of ancient Greece. But a lot of stuff, when you go back and read it, it holds up. And there's a quote in The Republic where Socrates is speaking, and he says this, There is nothing which for my part I like better, Cephalus, than conversing with aged men. For I regard them as travelers who've gone on a journey which I too may have to go, and of whom I ought to inquire whether the way is smooth and easy Or rugged and difficult." This is a great quote about the importance of getting help from other people. Listen man, when it comes to your career, relationships, finances, um, if you have a vehicle, how to operate your vehicle or how to care for it, um, how to, I don't know, play a game that you're playing for the first time, or how to adopt a new hobby, you need to find somebody who's walked the path. The person who's a traveler who's gone on the journey which you too may have to go, and of whom you ought to inquire, whether the way is smooth and easy, or rugged and difficult. Trial and error is not a great way to learn. And frankly, trial and error sometimes isn't even a way to learn. It's just a way to run into errors. Have you ever found that? That sometimes when you don't really understand what you're up against or what you're dealing with, if you don't get some sort of perspective from somebody who knows better than you, Actually, you don't learn anything. It's just things go wrong and you're not really sure what happened. And then you go and find out. Now, a lot of us do this. We we search on Google or you ask Siri or whatever it is that you do to try to get some perspective, get some advice. Obviously, bookstores are filled with advice. uh, Libraries filled with advice, perspective. People who are travelers who've gone down a path that we too either are on or may be starting out or may have to go on someday. And we derive great help from the wisdom that they provide us, whenever we go seek it out, but that's the trick—you gotta go seek it out. I, I can think of so many different instances and situations and people that uh, have helped me. You know, one that I think about in particular. Whenever we lived in Atlanta, we bought a—we were going to buy a used vehicle, and there was somebody in our in our church family there who uh, bought used Volvos. Clayton, Clayton's a good friend and he would uh, he was like you got to get one of these vehicles so we get a used relatively cheap volvo and uh i didn't know how to do anything on it though and that was part of the deal it's like hey man you'll just bring it over and we'll work on it and i don't know how many hours i spent in clayton's garage i didn't know how to do anything now he would show me how tell me how make me do it in a lot of instances until i messed it up Then he'd get in there and actually do it right but i learned a lot Now, I wouldn't have known that if I just tried to go it my own way or tried to do some other type of vehicle that was maybe a specialty vehicle that you would have to be worked on in different ways. But here's somebody that I could inquire of. Hey, why is it doing this? Hey, what do we need to do about that? Hey, how do we fix this other thing? And I could get help, direction, perspective to keep going on my journey because he'd already been on the journey. Now, the real person that we should be seeking out and inquiring of to figure out how to move forward in our lives He's not the one who's been on the journey but the one who created the path and drew up the map and wrote all the rules for the road and that's god himself in the life of david after he had defeated goliath and been driven out by saul and was on the run and trying to continue to be faithful to god in spite of it all it was tough he was living in the wilderness he had a ragtag you know, renegade guerrilla-style army with no resources. He had nobody that he could really lean on for help. And so what would David do? He would inquire of the Lord. Uh, this actually, this phrase, that David inquired of the Lord, is something that comes up a lot throughout David's life. It's kind of sprinkled throughout all these critical junctures of his life. But there's a real concentration of it in 1 Samuel 23. And if you want to grab a Bible and check this out with me while we talk about it, I think it'd be a great idea. In 1 Samuel 23, David hears about... Uh, An Israelite region, the city of Keilah, that had come under siege by the Philistines who had raided it, attacked it, taken it over. Now, David's the heir apparent to the throne. He's been anointed the king of Israel. He's been fighting battles for Israel. You would think this is kind of a layup. Yeah, David, grab your guys, grab your sword, get whatever you need, and go win this battle. But listen to what 1 Samuel 23 verse 2 says. It says, so David inquired of the Lord... Should I launch an attack against the Philistines? It's funny. I think there was a lot of evidence that, yeah, you definitely should. The people are in trouble. You're the guy who can do it. Saul's Saul's distracted with chasing you down and actually hurting his own people rather than helping them. Go do it. But David didn't presume that, even with something that he kind of knew was the right thing to do, he didn't presume that it was. He inquired of the Lord the lord answered david and said launch an attack against the philistines and rescue keilah what's interesting the next scene is it cuts to david informing his men what they're going to do and they're all pretty nervous they're not a real army the philistines are an ancient army i don't know if we want to go they say we're afraid in verse 3 what if we go to keilah to try to attack this is not a good idea well you might think david says okay well good point guys yeah we'll do that but he doesn't he doesn't really follow the advice of his men or listen to them but verse four says once again david inquired of the lord and the lord answered him go at once to Keilah, for i will hand the philistines over to you so david goes back to his men says listen boys we're going so they do they go they attack the city they win the city back they did what god told them when they inquired of the lord they looked for direction they looked for confirmation god gave it to them and they do it and they win the battle now, while they're there, Saul, who at this point is hunting David down. He's got the national army you know, trying to find David and get him wherever he's gone. Uh, Saul finds out where David is in the city of Keilah, and so he's coming after him. David, in verse 9 says, learned about this, and he went to the priest, not to one of his soldiers. Let's bolster up our defenses. Let's get ready. Saul's going to attack us. No, he goes to the priest, Abiathar, and he says, bring the ephod, which you would use to inquire of the Lord. Then David said, Lord God of Israel, your servant has reliable information that Saul intends to come to Keilah and destroy the town because, of me. will the citizens of Keilah hand me over to him? Will Saul come down as your servant has heard? Lord God of Israel, please tell your servant. And the Lord answered, he will come down. I mean, I guess we probably could have already known that. But once again, David wants to know. And he knows there's really only one source of reliable information from whom he should be trying to uh, get that perspective. The person he should be inquiring of and that's the lord david noticed god didn't answer both of his questions he answered the question about is saul coming but he didn't answer the question about the people handing him over he says in verse 12 will the citizens of keilah hand me over and my men over to saul and god who's always honest when you inquire of him he's not going to tell you stuff that makes you feel good he's going to tell you the truth they will the lord responded so david and his men they run off into the wilderness and uh, are delivered uh, from this from this difficulty but here's the point through this whole section how is david making his decisions how is he navigating the troubles that he's finding he inquires of the lord he looks for perspective from the lord this happens again later on in david's life in first samuel 30 whenever uh, david's army faces a great loss a great defeat the people are angry with him they're ready to kill him but What does David do? He doesn't despair. He doesn't give up. He doesn't angrily shout at God, why did you? He inquires of the Lord. Here's what I think I need to do. Should I do this? And God answers. Um, After David actually becomes king, this is much later in David's life in 2 Samuel chapter 2, after uh, Saul passes away in battle, dies in battle, is killed. David inquires of the Lord, basically asking, is it time for me to be king? Should I go up and take a throne? now again david you should already know this god already told you he anointed you king with samuel you should already know don't ask any questions just go do it but no david inquired of the lord should i do it i've got to learn this lesson there should be i mean for socrates he says there's nothing i like better than talking to aged men who've been through life more than me and if i inquire of them they'll tell me how to walk my path I got to get to the place where there's nothing I enjoy more than inquiring of the Lord. There's nothing that I turn to more quickly than turning to the Lord to get perspective, to get wisdom, to get strength and courage, to find comfort. Whatever it is that I'm going through, whatever it is I'm dealing with or facing, I need to inquire of the Lord. That's what it's all about. Now, David had a little bit of a different situation, frankly. David was a prophet. God communicated directly through him. This was in a period of history where God would often communicate, well not often, but God God would at times communicate through prophets and priests through things like the the ephod that's referenced here in 1 Samuel 23. So someone might say, okay, does God still operate like this? I'll go ahead and tell you, I don't think so. I think when you read um, the passages in the New Testament, particularly 1 Corinthians 12 through 14, the book of Acts, Hebrews 2 indicates that really the era of God speaking to individuals really, um, if I can say it this way, has evaporated and given way to other methods of communication. But that doesn't mean that we should say, well, God isn't going to directly, verbally say things to me, so I don't need to bother inquiring of him. No, you need to even more. Nothing's really changed. Maybe, well, so maybe the, the mode of communication has changed slightly, but the principle of God being the source of wisdom, God being the one who guides us, God being the one who shows the way, that hasn't changed at all. We need to be people who inquire of the Lord. I'm gonna suggest you three resources that we have at our disposal for those who are in Jesus Christ. By the way, if you're not a Christian, um, you're missing out on these things. And you should think about following Jesus because all these things are made possible through Jesus Christ. among other passages, 1 Timothy chapter 2 speaks about Jesus as our mediator. In other words, the one who allows for connection and communication between human beings and God. He is, David went to the priest. Jesus is described in the book of Hebrews as the great high priest through whom we draw near to the throne of grace to find strength and help in our time of need. So, you need Jesus in your life. And if you want to know more about that, reach out to us so we can talk about it and get you on the right track with that. But for those who are in Jesus and those who are following Jesus, there's three resources for uh, three ways, three uh, uh, approaches to inquiring of the Lord to gain wisdom, to gain strength, to gain comfort, to gain His word, His will, His perspective in our lives. So the first—I'm I'm, going to go. Um, oh yeah, I'm just going to give you three. Last one is kind of the biggest one, but the first one is other godly people, other godly people. The scriptures speak so much about the importance of inquiring of the Lord through those who are godly, through those who love the Lord and serve the Lord themselves. I'll point you to the book of Proverbs. Just start, open up the Proverbs and just reading. Actually, the book of Proverbs itself is a collection of wise advice from a father or fathers or mothers, there's a mother in there too, to their children, godly people who are saying, hey, listen to what I'm telling you. If you want to know the right way to get through your life, if you want to navigate that path, I'm a traveler who's been further down it. You should listen to me. I got some good advice for you. Many of the letters in the New Testament um, are sparked by uh, inquiries that people were making to other godly folks Uh, now in some cases maybe the implications they should have been inquiring so here the Apostle Paul or Peter or John is writing to them but sometimes it's pretty clear that people actually wanted to know hey well what do you think we should do Paul we've written some things to you can you tell us what we need to do and then boom they inquired of the Lord and they received answers what about you do you have people in your life who love God If you don't, I'll go and tell you, if you look just a tiny bit, I bet you'll find somebody pretty quick. God puts his people in the world to be um, priests, Isaiah 61 and 1 Peter 2 say. He puts his people in the world as teachers, as guideposts, as those who people can come to and say, hey. I'm trying to figure out how to deal with whatever it is, this relationship problem, this financial problem, this sin problem, this uh, my, my discouragement over what's going on in the world with politics or my fears or my hopes. What do you think God would say about this? I don't honestly know the first place to look. But I thought I could ask you, and maybe you would. If you want to inquire of the Lord, go find yourself a godly person and ask your question. Seek out the comfort and the help that you need. And I'll tell you, man, this is a... I'll say this for those who are Jesus. If you're not a Jesus follower, you should go to a Jesus follower, somebody who loves God, and inquire of the Lord so they can help give you some direction. But this is maybe even especially something that those who follow Jesus need to learn. It's so easy for Christians to just try to figure it out on their own rather than utilizing their fellow members of the body of Christ for help. Inquire of the Lord through the Lord's people, through other godly people all right second resource a way that we can path toward inquiring of the lord is the scriptures uh, the scriptures i love what second timothy chapter 3 says it's, it's kind of one of those passages that gets read a lot in church it's a passage that um is kind of one of those tried and true and therefore we can think ah, okay i got it i got it bible's important i want you to listen to what's said in second timothy 3 and in verse 15. here paul who is this godly man advising of his, uh, his pupil and uh, son in the faith, Timothy. He says in verse 15 about the scriptures, you've known them since you were a child and they are able to give you wisdom for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. I love that statement, wisdom for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. But you know the only way it's going to mean that to you, it's going to make you wise, it's going to save you, it's going to do something for you through Jesus Christ, is if you have faith. And you know what faith means? Faith means you go to the Scripture and say, hey, what did the Bible say about this? I have faith in Jesus Christ that this book is going to say something to me about it. You got to go to the book. So many Christians are like, "Oh, I don't know how to deal with this. I'm so distressed. I'm so anxious. I'm so upset. I'm so confused." It's like, "Well, how much you been what, what you been finding in the Bible about this?" "Oh, I haven't even had time to pick up a Bible." Well, there you go. You got to inquire of the Lord. You got to pick up your Bible. You got to read. You got to seek out the wisdom of God. You got to inquire of the Lord. If you're not reading your Bible then you should honestly be shocked that your life isn't more confusing, that you're not more afraid, that you're not more messed up than you even are. We need to inquire the Lord by going to his word for the wisdom that leads to salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. I'm gonna give you the last um, way that we inquire of the Lord and this is probably the one that seems the most obvious and I think it is the most present in this uh, story that we're looking at in the life of David. And that's prayer. Look, we inquire of the Lord whenever we go to other godly people, other people who love God and say, hey, help me, give me some perspective, give me some counsel, give me some recommendations from your viewpoint. That's great. We inquire of the Lord when we go to his word and we look for answers. But I'll just tell you, so often, whether it's in the book of Psalms, whether it's within these very letters that people like Paul and Peter wrote, embedded within them constantly Is their commitment to prayer and i love in particular a couple of prayers of the apostle paul um, whenever he was in prison when he was in trouble and yet was clearly continuing to inquire the lord probably my favorite one along this line of how to find wisdom how to find guidance how to get through how to be able to um, know how to travel your path like socrates who said i love those aged men who've been travelers who've been on a journey that i'm gonna soon be on and they can give me wisdom and perspective for how to move forward Paul said, you know what, that's cool, that's cool. But what's better is looking to the author of all wisdom, the one who built the roads, who drew out the map, who made all the rules for the road, who can tell us the way we need to go. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 9 says this, for this reason also, since the day we heard this about their faith, about their desire for God, Paul says, we haven't stopped praying for you. What are you praying, Paul? We are asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and understanding so that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might so that you may have great endurance and patience, joyfully giving thanks to the Father who has enabled you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light there's a lot of really spiritual language in there and it's a loaded prayer you got to go back and read it and pray it and think about it for hours to even begin to tap into it but here's the main point i want to get from this do you notice how much paul says i'm praying that you would have knowledge and wisdom now somebody can say wait a second paul why don't you just go visit you know, if they're inquiring of the Lord for knowledge and wisdom, perspective, strength, joy, then you should just show up. You're a godly person. In, not more than that. You're an apostle. Jesus directly speaks to you. You could come and just tell them some stuff. Or they could have somebody who knows you share your your wisdom secondhand or whatever. They could go to a godly person to inquire of the Lord. Or how about this, Paul? You wrote them a letter that's scripture. They could just read the letter and they could think about it and ponder it and try to understand it. And that's how they could inquire of the Lord. If they wanted perspective and direction for their journey, Paul says, is not good enough, y'all. It's not good enough. We got to be praying for knowledge, praying for wisdom. The book of James says the same thing. James chapter one, James, the brother of Jesus who writes to people who were in trouble and didn't really know how to navigate their world. He says, if anyone asks of God, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives generously and without reproach. When I'm confused, doubting, afraid, vulnerable, in trouble. The gravest mistake I can make is to wait too long to pray. That's it. And yet, the most important thing I could do in those moments is to pray. To get on my knees, to inquire of the Lord. And I'm not saying that God's going to give you some audible response right there in the moment, give you all the answers, bang, it's just going to come together. No, it's not going to work like that most, if ever, all the time. But here the scripture says, if you inquire of the Lord in prayer, if you seek Him out for wisdom and guidance and understanding, He'll give it to you. He'll give it to you. And you'll look up and you realize, hey, on my little journey where I was going and what I was going through, He gave me all I needed. And I appreciate those other people who walked the path. I'm inquiring of them too. I'm inquiring of the Lord through them. Obviously, the scriptures tell me the truth. They give me the wisdom that leads to salvation. But I know that ultimately, if God isn't with me as I seek out the answers, when I pick up this book, when I go to speak to those who are godly, it's not going to work. Inquire of the Lord. Inquire of the Lord through prayer. Inquire of the Lord by picking up your Bible. Inquire of the Lord by going to godly people for answers, for help, for perspective. So that as you continue on your journey, Whether the way be rugged and difficult or smooth and easy, you'll be able to make it because you inquired of the Lord. The aim of The Way BK is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ across Brooklyn and beyond. For more information or to contact us, please visit www.thewaybk.com.